we start seeing about Hillary being on Tinder. I don't know who thought of this, but I feel like they need to be shot. Oof. So Taylor Swift is a breathe in, breathe out stand. La 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 lies. This episode is giving me chills. This is such a good album. Hey Team Duff, it's Wit. Thanks so much for listening to Duff Enough, the ultimate Hillary Duff fan podcast. This show is a celebration of the life and career of actress, singer, mother, and all-around icon, Hillary Duff. Welcoming back to the show right now, one of the members behind Hillary News on Twitter, our number one source for all Hillary News. Avery Harris, welcome back to Duff Enough. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be back. For sure. And we had so much fun talking dignity in the last episode. You're back for Breathe In, Breathe Out. I kind of felt it was important to have the same person for both of those episodes, honestly, because it was a long break. I mean, seven years between the Dignity era and the All About You, this Heart era, if you want to call that an era, doing a separate episode on that. And now we're going to be into Breathe In, Breathe Out, which we know was like two years in the making. It was a big deal. And so, yeah, how I, I just want to know, like, how big of a deal was that for you? It was everything. I mean, this woman, we've grown up with her, as I stated in the Dignity episode. So her coming back to music, we're getting new Hillary Bops. Let me just say I was shaking. I was crying. I was in a mess. I love Hillary Dove so much. So, yeah, this is obviously a huge deal to me. Yeah. Oh, I remember just living for it. And of course, as we will talk about, things didn't quite go, I think, as we had hoped as far as the success of the album. And it's it's frustrating to think about sometimes. And there was even a point, and I feel like for all of the fandom after Breathe In, Breathe Out, where it was frustrating to be a fan of Hillary's for a minute. And there are still times that I get mad about it. But, yeah. but nevertheless, she gave us an amazing album I love, love this album so much. And in comparison to Dignity, just right off the top, I think Dignity is a very, it's a much darker album. Breathe In, Breathe Out is, a, is lighter. And so I do find myself listening to it more. It's one that I can just turn on anytime I feel like. Fun to listen to in the car, for sure. And it is so underrated. And I think people, people who know it, they know that. They know that. Right. Yeah. Sparks are about to fly. It's time for Duff Discography. So this album was released on June 16th, 2015. At this point, that seems very recent, but it also seems like a lifetime ago because so much has happened in my life since then. So much has happened in Hillary's life since then. Let's back up to the beginning of 2015 for her because she had gone for the whole folky pop album. That's what she'd been working on. That's what she told us she was working on in 2014. We had All About You, Chasing the Sun, just to recap. I definitely want to get your thoughts, even though I have a separate episode on All About You and Chasing the Sun. Just quickly, like, what were your thoughts on that situation? Because Love All About You and Chasing the Sun ruined everything. So the three options for the first single were All About You, Tattoo, and Chasing the Sun. And for some reason, the devil himself chose Chasing the Sun. I don't know how you can listen to all three of those songs back to back and pick Chasing the Sun as a single of any sorts. But you know, as Hillary fans, we seem to have the worst of luck sometimes with, when it comes to singles of Hillary's. But Chasing the Sun is hands down her worst single. I mean, my head is literally starting to hurt thinking about it and talking about it, so I'm going to just end my sense right now. 
I'm dying at the fact that you said the devil picked that song because that's that's amazing. And that's how I feel too. I don't really don't understand how any record executive or anybody like Hillary, like whoever, what made you choose this as a single? I feel really bad because actually it is a cute song and it does have a message, but it really ruined everything for Hillary. And even mm-hmm. All About You couldn't save it, even though, you know, it managed to do what it did. You know, it went gold in Australia after she promoted it. Right. We had that All About You era a little bit, and we thought we were getting a pop folk album. Then in early 2015, we saw Hillary go to Sweden. She was on Instagram posting behind-the-scenes pics. And, you know, we really thought that that folky pop album was going to come out in the fall of 2014. And now we see, okay, she's finishing up the album. It's going to be more of a, a pop record now. So in Sweden, she worked with, like, Tovlo, and really we got, like, half the album, I guess, out of that Sweden trip. Were you disappointed we didn't get the folky pop from Breathe In, Breathe Out? Or did you like the mix of folky and then also just the straight up dance pop music? I love the mix. Yeah. Let's let's be very clear. Hillary is not a vocal artist. So I feel like the mix suited her and what she wanted to do, but also the commercial aspect of it. You know what I mean? It had much more of an appeal for sure. Although I do want to say she was ahead of the pop folk game she was like i'm so sick of hillary like being i'm like girl can you at least wait next time to do like something two years too late so it it, like she really was ahead of the curve and i really hate once again people don't want to give her her credit she was ahead of the curve i don't know what what does hillary Mm. have to do i don't know i wish i knew the answer i wish i did um let me throw out some stats about breathe in breathe out number five on billboard 39,000 copies. Number four, Australia. Number five, Canada. Number one on iTunes the first day. Positive reviews. And I think we can all say, like, it did well for an artist who'd been away for eight years. And with no major hit single or radio support. I mean, Hillary doesn't understand that she has that fan base. She really doesn't. Well, I go back to say, once again, promotion is key. Promotion, promotion, promotion. It's it's so many things, and I know we're going to get into it as we break down this short era. It just infuriates me so much. I know. Like, I lose sleep over. I have lost sleep over trying to just figure out, breathe in, breathe out. <laughs> okay, back to the timeline. March 18th, 2015, we got her blue hair picture, and that's an important part of this era, I feel like. What do you think about when Hillary went blue with her hair? Because clearly that was for music. I love it. Yeah. You know, it's in the Hillary air when she changes her hair. It's true. She said that, you know, she did it after a trip to Mexico. And I definitely think there was some, she wanted to get some momentum and attention and bring in this new era for her music career. So March 26th, we got our first preview of Sparks and they released a little video that was like a promo for Younger and it had the song on it. I was in class in college and did not have headphones with me. So I was just like dying when I was sitting there and could not, like I thought about leaving the room to go listen to that. It's that important. Isn't that the worst when something happens? It was. Like, don't let me be at work when Hillary knew, when something major happens in Hillary fandom and I'm like, itching i'm feeling like a crackhead trying to get to the news and i was like oh my gosh hillary and i'm at work like ugly crying happy tears of joy oh only hillary okay i'm sorry i know well and it's funny too because i actually was in class and i was texting one of my friends and i was like please go listen to this and tell me what it sounds like and she texted me but then i got back out to my car and i listened to it and my first reaction was like whoa this is 
different. Like it's not what I was expecting when I hear the word sparks and she had like teased the day before, Hey, this is coming tomorrow. I definitely thought like a more like lighter pop song. And again, breathe in, breathe out a lot lighter than dignity. But this song kind of had a little bit of a darker vibe and the whistle. Oh, oh, so good. We'll break down sparks a little bit more when we go into the album here, but the single was released April 7th, 2015. Love the album artwork, the white, and then like, the silhouette black Hillary um, look there. Another immaculate headshot for Hillary's album cover collection. Absolutely. Late April, we start seeing about Hillary being on Tinder. And what did you think about that? I remember at the time, everybody thought it was for a reality show. So we just thought it was for a reality show. But little did we know, mm, it was coming around the corner. I know, and I like don't even want to talk about it. But when I saw she was on Tinder, I, I definitely thought it was funny. I thought it was neat that she was getting a lot of attention, but I was frustrated that she was getting attention for that and not for Sparks. And I definitely didn't want a reality show. Like when they said that, when it came out that she had hidden cameras on her Tinder dates, I was like, oh no, what are we doing? Right. And as it turned out, on May 14th, we got the Sparks music video and it was a Tinder ad. I don't know who thought of this, but I feel like they need to be shot because, I mean, if Hillary thought of it, then we can like shoot her where it doesn't kill her. It's just little pinpoints where you can just see everything going. Like, you know, when you are doing a domino thing and you're building like the domino trail or the domino house and you put in the piece and you know everything's about to come crashing down. It's just little moments Mm -hmm. like this. that just ruin everything. And I'm like, who thought this was a good idea? It, just was so bad and honestly i'm not mad about the tinder like getting her some buzz and creating some talk in the media about her being on tinder and then putting that in her video not the worst marketing move the problem is just how they put it together and basically the whole song was drowned out by this footage of her on her Tinder dates and like being silly with her friends and pretending to be on Tinder. It did the song a major disservice. Absolutely. Well, I would have liked if they had done it without the talking all the way through because it was a good balance between this is pop star Hillary and this is normal. This is the normal Hillary that we relate to because she does have that relatability factor and it showed that. It's just, again, they just drowned out the song with the talking and... It was stupid, and I don't know. Thank God for the fan-demanded version of the song, of the video. Right. Thank goodness for the fans. Two weeks later, we got the fan-demanded version, because literally everyone tweeted about how bad this was. Like, there there weren't many positive tweets or anything no, about no, the original it, No, video. it really wasn't. It was horrible. And I remember trying to be positive about it, but at the same time, like, I wanted the other version. And we got it. And it it's great. I mean, those girls look kind of like they are a little cramped in the set. But I like the fan-demanded version. You're going to make me go back and watch and be like, oh, yeah, a really tight space. But hey, I love it. I love the video. I mean, the colors, the pink, the blue, everything. But she definitely serves all kind of looks in this video. She looks amazing. I love the part where she's seated. Her head tilts up and she's just... Uh, and obviously we could like break down the whole video, but we're going to keep moving here. Everybody's seen it at this point. We see it all the time on Twitter. Thank God for the meme that goes viral like once a month. We, more than once a month. Yes. But, uh, how dare y'all let Sports by Hillary Duff flop? I know. Never will forgive us for doing that. 
It wasn't my fault. I'm just saying, like, I promoted that thing all day long. We supported it. Do you know how many iTunes tweets? Let me not. Anyway. Around the time of that fan demanded video, we found out the album title. Fans actually got sent balloons. Mm, I'm sure you remember that. Of I do. Read in, read out. I loved the title. I loved the album artwork. Again, you're right. It was just a headshot, but she looked great. They went for that like white on black look again. And I like her little heart on her wrist. I want to get a tattoo of that as well. Another note I made here, her one little concert, which was Kiss FM, May 2015. And it was, you know, a bunch of artists and it was one of those festival kind of things. But it was fun to see her back on stage. Kind of sad that that's the only live performance we got other than just on TV. But what do you think about that day? I remember it like it was yesterday. I was covering it for Hillary News. I loved her performance. The crowd seemed really into it, especially when she did come clean. Yeah, that's weird to think about. That's like her last like major concert slash special performance is that one. That's really odd to think about. And I hate I wasn't there. We got our three promo spots. So she went to GMA. She went to live with Kelly and it was still Kelly and Michael at that point. And she went on The View. I mean, she did other like Billboard and other places too. And that was about it, honestly. And I think my favorite performance, I definitely enjoyed the GMA performance. I remember she did a little bit of confetti as well. She performed Sparks. Mm -hmm. The View, I really liked that View performance. Like the stage was bigger and they got to kind of move around a little more. And I loved seeing her with Raven. It was an amazing time because her first album of her career to go to number one on iTunes. I loved every single performance she did. I think my favorite one was the GMA one. But can we just say, can I just say this? That choreography for Sparks is atrocious. Like, Hillary is probably, is not the best dancer. I will never say she is. But that choreography did her no, did no favors for her at all. I mean, they mostly just had her walk around and then the dancers did the dancing and she kind of jumped in here and there. And it was like a windmill. It was like a windmill here and there. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is it? Oh yeah, the waving of the arms. Yeah. And I know that makes it kind of easy to learn it, but still, it's just, come on, give us a little more, Hillary. Or just don't dance, you know? That would probably be for the best. <laughs> yeah. Um. The other note I have about the release week for a breathe in breathe out she did a cd signing and i loved seeing that cd signing even though that's not really so much a thing anymore like loved seeing all the fans get to go see her and she looked great at that cd signing and i wish i could have been there same i love the pictures from it i love how many people showed up that was amazing to see because it just reminded me of how far she's come since metamorphosis it was a throwback you know a throwback yeah. to the you know that era you know it was that that was really right. cool to see that was really cool to see that's when someone asked her to do the Sing to Me Paolo line. And she did it, right? Yeah, she did, yeah. Well, let's jump into these songs now, and we won't spend a ton of time on each one, but... So the first song is Sparks, the lead single. We love it. Tovlo wrote this song, also Bloodshy, Peter Thomas, and a great start to the record. We've talked a little bit about it. I'll read the lyrics to the chorus, so... Turn the lights down low and kiss me in the dark, because when you're touching me, baby, I see sparks. You make my heart go, and then we get the whistles. You, you make my heart go, whistles, you. I just, I can listen to this song all day. Like, it's so, so good. Lyrically, the only weird line for me, even though Hillary's a mom, when she says, you can promise castles, treasures, babies, I don't care. 
I was like, babies? Okay. I mean, I guess that's that's a thing. I mean, you know, to be promised a baby. But I was just like, all right, all right. So basically, the guy is basically telling Hillary, I'll give you everything, you know, even a baby. But it, it is kind of a weird line if you're just, you know, singing it. But I love the song. Yeah. It's so Hillary. Like, everything about it. The name, Sparks. Like, when I hear Sparks is a Hillary Duff song, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, that's a Hillary Duff song. Like, that just right. sounds like a song that would be Hillary. The song itself sounds like Hillary. It's very on brand for her. A little bit of a sexier song. It's uh, talking about seeing sparks when you're with someone and, you know, turn the lights down low. Ooh, Hillary, come on now. <laughs> Probably maybe top 10 Hillary Duff songs. Perfect start to the album. Obviously, Taylor made to be your first single. Perfect way to just kick off the era, the new era. Just deserved a better music video. Yeah, and a better promo, and a better, you know, like, promotional push. She deserved a better everything. Like, this song should have been a, this yeah. song at least should have been a top 20 hit. And it didn't even, like, get on the Hot 100, It right? did, but, like, 93. Oh, okay, okay. So it cracked the 100. But Sparks, great, great start to the record. The next song is My Kind. If if there's any other song I would have picked for the lead single, it would have been this one. I think this song was tailor-made to be the second single. Like, the placement on the track listing. It was. So this song, obviously, would have been a perfect sequel to Sparks. The chorus here, I'm with you for the night. You're taking me, taking me high. You're loving me, loving me right. Think you're one of my kind. You're one of my kind. And so for now, don't want you, don't want you to stop. I promise I won't get enough. Think you're one of my kind. You're one of my kind. So it's kind of like a friends with benefits, the song I've mm -hmm. always felt with. Or like, you know, someone who who you're with, but it's not super serious and all that. You're not tied down to them right. or anything. You're just having a good time. It's by Jason Gill. Hillary didn't write this one. Hillary wound up having writing credits on like half of the album and half not. But I, I love this one so much. And it definitely, this is the kind of pop song that I like. And this takes me back to like, in a way, some of her earlier stuff, the sound of it, not lyrically, but just that light pop, feel good, not bubble gum, but just roll the windows down, feel good pop song. I agree with that. That's a very good no, very good summary of her music, and especially my kind. I agree with that. We did get a music video, sort of, for this. They just put together some behind-the-scenes, like, documentary footage of her preparing for the Sparks choreo and, like, her singing lesson or whatever. But with the vocal coach, it could have had its own single. Like, I've always pictured a single of her, like, being in the club and yes. all that. Like, oh, it would have been so good. We're so deprived. One in a Million is the next song here. And when I listened to this song for the first time, I definitely got emotional and I cried because one thing we haven't really talked about yet is how, and I forget this at times because I listen to Breathe In, Breathe Out on a fairly regular basis. And I forget that this is kind of a breakup album with Mike Comrie. Yeah. I mean, that that's a huge theme throughout the whole album. And this is a song... You know, the lyrics of the chorus, I'll just read those so that we can kind of get into what it's about. But I'm one in a million. I'm one in a million. You're going down without me, wishing that you had someone like me. I'm one in a million. It's talking about how the person she's in a relationship with, it's like, hey, you're losing me. And you're losing someone who is one in a million, who is me. Hillary was very private about the breakup with Mike. And it was, it seemed very amicable, but you know that it, 
was really hard on her. And this was the first time where I felt like some real vulnerability about that. And I just remember getting emotional hearing it. I'm like, oh my gosh, my girl is going through this. And we didn't know, like we didn't know when she and Mike were going through bad times. And I know she didn't write this song, Tovlo did, but still it really worked for what she was going through in her life. And Tovlo has said that this is like her favorite song she's ever done. Well, if you go back and people need to go back and listen to to the Dignity episode, because it's amazing. I named this as probably my favorite Hillary Dove song, and I stand by that because this you song did. is perfection. It's totally Hillary. It's sassy. It's straightforward pop music. We jokingly <laughs> refer to it in our Hillaryness group chat as God in a Million because we love this song that much. It's totally a favorite. No, it is. Um, the verses are very seem very serious and you know she's calling out this person who she's in love with but then and even though the lyrics of the chorus are kind of serious too we go from kind of this moody sound to a very like a pop and fun sound with i'm one in a million and it sounds a little it sounds lighter but at the same time it's not just to touch on some more of the lyrics that just mirrored her and and mike's situation one that really struck me was where she said, looking like lovers, yeah, you know that I mind it. Because like there was a period of time that was really strange and we thought they were going to get back together. And right. So, yeah. You're bringing all this back to me. It's like, okay, we, we easily know that this stuff happened. But like so much has happened mm-hmm. since then. And it's like... I forget about Mike. Yes. It's like he never happened. And I love Matthew Coma. So Matthew produced a lot of these songs and wrote some of them and that's crazy to me too it's like whoa this is when they met right i was just gonna get to that when we got to the title track like this is like the start of everything for them i know and that's kind of trippy to me because it's like here she was doing a breakup album about mike comrie and then she meets her guy which i don't know that they would have met like because matthew produced a lot of the songs that were not a part of the folky stuff i would assume that they met like well after mike and hillary were done that's what i would assume also well let's move to the next song and this is a matthew coma song it's confetti and this one i love this one too it's definitely a little more like edm i feel like Mm -hmm. infused but yeah i like confetti how about you i've always found it just really weird how people like really gravitate towards this song and there's so many other better songs on this album. Like, I remember when the album first came out, everyone was like, oh my God, confetti, confetti. But I, I love the sample that they, mm-hmm. the, the sample on the song. But I don't really have too many, like, thoughts on confetti. Like, it's an okay song. Not my favorite. I definitely now see the Matthew influence on the song, but it's not my favorite. You mentioned the sample, and I forgot to make a note about that, but it is, um... So, Heaven, Heaven on Earth by Brandi Carlaw, right? Yes, and her lyrics here are, um... You happened and I tripped head first and your heaven is a yeah, place on I love that sample. Lyrically, it is using confetti as a metaphor. It says, if I fall, you better catch me. You're turning me into confetti. I can't sleep. My head is heavy. You're turning me into confetti. And then I'm free falling through all of the twilight. Every piece of me holds on for dear life. You freak out. You side affect me. You're turning me into confetti. And so, yeah. So Breathe In, Breathe Out. This is the title track. Perfect title. This is the only kind of ballad, I guess. It's not really a ballad, but it's slower tempo than the rest of the songs. And I I personally think this could have been a single, honestly. This easily could have been a single around the fall, winter months. 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The imagery in this song is just everything. It doesn't even need a music video because the imagery is right there in yeah. the song. I oh my gosh, this song is incredible. It's so good. And I totally get what you're saying. Like I if I listen to an Adele album in the summer, it just it does not hit the same way as it does like in the wintertime, you know? Right. <laughs> this almost lyrically to me, it's like, oh, this could have been a Taylor Swift song. Which Taylor has said that this is her favorite song in the album. On Lover, people started to compare the song Paper Rings to like Breathe In, Breathe Out. And yeah, I could hear what they were doing. I like how on Hillary News, y'all say like, let's not pit these two women against each other. Let's bring them both up. So, right. but I, I saw it. I heard it. No, I, I hear it also. I hear it also. I think Hillary is a major influence for Taylor. A major influence on all of these girls. But they all give her her credit, which is very good. On Reputation, on one of the songs, she's like, X marked the spot. It's Getaway Car. Um, Taylor says, X marks the spot where we fell apart. That's in this song, too. So Taylor Swift is a breathe in, breathe out stan, clearly. She is loving the Hillary Matthew box. Um, I want to read the chorus here. I made a top 10 list of all the things I missed. Your lying eyes and lips, they didn't make it. And when I'm cold at night, I know that I'll survive. Until I feel all right, I'm going to fake it. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And that just repeats. And ugh, she's talking about a breakup there and how she remembers everything that they went through. Like she talks about in the, the verses, like, I remember I don't miss you. Like I'm over you, basically. Um, and even though she's sad about it, like she's going to be okay and she's just going to breathe in, breathe out. And again, it's like this was such a perfect song for talking about Mike, basically. So This episode is giving me chills. This is such a good album. It is. It is. The next song is called Lies, and this is the first song that Hillary wrote. Hillary was going off. Mike put her through some BS, and she was going off. She was not having it, and my girl needed to sing about it, and she did, and I felt the anger in her. Don't get me started. No, keep going. No, but here's what I love about it. You know, the first half of the album, or the songs that we got prior to this, are very introspective. Like, one in a, I'm one in a million, yes. and it's, it's not... It's not super sassy. And then same with Breathe In, Breathe Out. It's very much like melodramatic. And then we get Lies where she is just going off. And she wrote this one. So I'm, I want to know what Mike was lying about. But just some of the lyrics here. I mean, lately you've been acting so shady. All you say is I'm crazy when you know you know. Like a house of cards, we're falling apart, all that. The chorus is... I'm done with your lies, la 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 lies, la 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 lies. I'm done with your lies, and that repeats. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Can you see that? Can can't you see that? Can't you see that? I'm done with your lies, la 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 lies. Um, which it's so good, and the trumpets again, like oh my god, this song it slaps. <laughs> it is so good, and I don't really want to bash Mike, but it's just like it makes me mad at him. And when I hear this song, I'm like, go off, Hillary. What did he do to the Queen? I guess thank you, Mike, for helping. Uh our queen come out with a kick-ass album because this last really goes off last is really a good song yeah yeah arms around a memory this is a matthew coma track it's pretty obvious when you listen to it that it's him i don't know how i feel about the metaphor of of this all i actually want to give a shout out to a friend of mine trey who is on the uh he's on the metamorphosis episode but he did a YouTube video whenever Breathe In, Breathe Out came out and he was deciphering all the lyrics. And he was like, you can't put your arms around a memory. And he said, it's so Shakespearean because when you think about it, 
you can't. And I just remember cracking up about that because he wasn't being serious. But um, but this is another breakup song, and I'll read the chorus here. You can't put your arms around a memory. You can't put your arms around a memory. And now I'm wishing you were here as much as you as much as I wish you would disappear. So will you remember to forget me? You can't put your arms around a memory. A memory, a memory. Um, after the chorus, it goes into like this instrumental part a little bit and it's a little more EDM and club dancey, but this isn't my favorite and I can tell probably not yours either. No, I actually like this song, but it's not a song that I immediately jump to. I like when she does like the second memory and it's like a memory. Yeah, and then the, I love that's that. That's when the instrumental goes. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on here. Stay in love. And I have to say that this might be my favorite. And it's not about lyrics or anything like that. But I don't know. This song, it's one of those like, I want to be in my car and I want to be jamming out to this song. Can I just say that I finally have met someone who loves Stay in Love. I love this song so much. Me too. Me too. Tovlo wrote it. So this was another track she did in Sweden. And she she teased this, I remember, on Instagram. I'll read the chorus. Stay in love. Give me a reason. Holding on just for the weekend. Crave the world. We're barely breathing. Oh, stay in love. Give me a reason. Do you remember when I said I'd die for you? Every single day, pretend it's true. And you remember when I said I'd die for you? Holding on just for the weekend. Every single day, pretend it's true. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Just what the lyrics mean. I mean, she's talking about wanting to break up with someone and they're saying, you know, let's stay together and it's just not working. And so stay in love. And she's like, stay in love. Give me a reason. A banger. A banger. I'm, a banger. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Braveheart, which Hillary has said is her favorite song on the album or one of her favorites? Well, she's had different answers. I know she one time she was like Sparks, and I was like, girl, you know you've said Braveheart, and you know you wrote Braveheart, so that's your favorite. And Hillary did write this one, and it definitely feels autobiographical for her. It's about her, you know, marriage kind of falling apart. And then this is really where we get into the folky side of things, and like I can tell that this song meant a lot to her. I like this song. It's very emotional. I don't really listen to it a lot because I get like really emotional when I listen to this song because it clearly yeah. is about her relationship with Mike. I feel like Braveheart also could have been another good album title for the album, but Breathing Read Out is so perfect. But if I had to go for a second yeah. album title, it would be Braveheart. Yeah. The chorus is, um, gotta let go even though I'm scared to death. Oh, oh, oh out here alone but i still got one thing left oh 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 i've got a brave heart i've got a brave heart i got a brave heart and that's beautiful to me like it's it's like she's ending this relationship but she's going to have respect for what it was and it's going to always be a big part of her her life and her history and i think that's super true and i'm proud of her like i'm proud of her for writing a song like this and sharing that and opening up with us and i just want to like give her a hug like it's okay hillary <laughs> The next track is Tattoo, the Ed Sheeran track, which there was a lot of buzz around as well. The acoustic video, I love. But what do you think about Tattoo? Ed knew what he was doing with Hillary. This song is so, yeah. so, like, driven in storytelling to the core. Uh, ooh, it really infuriates me how this album panned out, but I love Tattoo. My thoughts on Tattoo, I like the song a lot, and... Super proud of her for doing this. It's unlike anything she's ever done. 
I will say vocally, it's not my favorite. Like when she sings the word skin or she's like skin and I, I don't know. I just, I don't love her. Her voice sounds on that one line, but, but this is very much like a guitar song. The chorus is you're under my skin, running in my bloodstream. These scars are the way that you loved me. I guess that you had to leave a tattoo on my skin, running in my bloodstream. These scars are the way that you loved me. I guess that you had to leave a tattoo to remind me. It's basically saying the person that she was with, you know, left this mark on her. I do love it lyrically, and I like it sonically too. I think she might have tweaked the bridge a little bit because it says, see these scars leaving blood on my little white dress. And I imagine that, you know, Ed Sheeran didn't write that or... I feel like, you know, the dress part might have been different, but I think it lived up to the hype, though. And we were we were anticipating this song so much. Yeah, and it, it delivered. It delivered. Yeah. And now we get to the song that we don't really like, and it is called Picture This. I don't know why this song is on the album. Of all the songs that were excluded from, like, the This Heart, now that we've heard This Heart and those songs, of all the songs, she could have done something else. I'm like, girl, why was this one picked like she must have just had a huge emotional connection and couldn't let go because this is not good i'm not gonna spend too much time talking about this song because i absolutely hate it um it's just noise to me it's just noise it doesn't flow together at all maybe the worst song of hillary's career to me it's worse than cry it's worse than the math that's all i have nothing good to say about this song so i'm gonna let you take it and then we can move on to not like this fair enough i will give it its due and read the chorus here and it goes it's not how i pictured this it's better than it but we regret the things we said picture it getting better than this let it live inside our head let our hearts cross the line it's time i pictured this it's better than it let's leave it where we'll both be missed and you know the song from what i gather first of all it's like a drunk song like that's basically what it is this is a happy moment in her relationship where it's even better than she imagined it was going to be. Yep, that's about it. We'll move right along. So the last track on the like official, normal, regular album is called Night Like This. It's a duet featuring Kendall Schmidt, who was in Big Time Rush and also is the brother. Kendall is Kevin Schmidt's brother, and they Hillary starred with Kevin in Cheaper by the Dozen. So that worked out. Family friend they brought in, although Hillary said that she wanted like Harry Styles for it and all that. But... I love this song. Like, it is so different. It's like a conversation between her and a guy, and it's great. Like, I could see a music video for this easily. I agree. And I love how um, Kendall said, like, Hillary, she knew exactly how she wanted this song done. He totally gave her her props as an artist. I like this song. The only thing I don't like is, and this is actually is a good place to end the album, if you just, you know, are listening. But I really wish the album would have ended on a higher note than this, if that makes sense. Same. No, you're right. It definitely doesn't go out with a bang uh, with this song. But I'll read the chorus here. I could feel my heartbeat electric to my fingertips. Oh, oh, oh. I could feel anticipation through my veins. Oh, oh. I can almost feel the weight of your kiss on my lips because anything could happen on a night like this, on a night like this. And it's just a very character-driven song. It's very 
there's a story to it and she's met a guy. And I do want to talk about how the song starts and she says, I've been watching the phases of the moon from my window pane. And the fans know how much like the moon means to Hillary. Yeah. She like loves the moon for anyone who doesn't know. I wrote down that Lindy Robbins wrote a song, wrote this song with her. And I feel like she was one of the people that we saw her collaborating with a lot in the process of recording this album. It wound up being like the only song that she got writing credits on, I think, for it. But I know they worked together quite a bit. That concludes the regular album. Let's hit the um, bonus tracks here. On the Target Deluxe copy, we had two bonus tracks. The first one is called Belong. And I like this song a lot in the chorus here. And we can leave our story like nothing ever told until we taste our glory, we'll bear our skin and bones. This is our territory. It's all we've ever known. We're right where we belong. It's a power anthem. Like it's, that's what it is. I love it. It's, you know, Hillary drops these inspirational songs. I easily feel like this song could like replace picture this. No, honestly. And then the last song on the deluxe is called Rebel Hearts. Cara Diaguardi worked on this song with her, which we know they have a history. Cara did like Come Clean, a lot of the early stuff. And then Dignity was like a collab with Cara. And this song, I really love. And this, if this, I would have been satisfied with this having been the last track on like the regular album, you know, like it would have been more of a song to go out on. I agree. I actually have some of the lyrics of this song currently as my Instagram bio. And it's been my Instagram bio since this album came out. And I should probably update it because I don't know if people like do lyrics for their Instagram bios anymore. But I've just never updated it. So they they totally still do lyrics for their Instagram bio. And the, the lyrics that I have for it are from the chorus. I wrote, you'll only find us following our dreams. Rules are only for the dead asleep. The next part is we light up in the dark. We fight for who we are. We got those rebel hearts. We fall like shooting stars. When we love, we go hard. We got those rebel hearts. It's folky. It's definitely got the folk vibe. There's like a wolf howling in it at one point. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like for some reason, I just think like being out in the desert or something on this song. It's a good song. It would have been, like you said, it would have been a really perfect way to end the album on a much stronger and inspirational note. Yeah, definitely. And the last song that I want to talk about is from the Fanjoy. There was this Fanjoy box, which I know a lot of the fans know I'm talking about and they got it and I love my Breathe In, Breathe Out t-shirt that came in with that. and I have never worn mine. Ooh, I wear mine all the time. and like I don't, No, because I don't want to like, because you know, child, once you wash that shirt, it's going to start shrinking. I have not worn mine. You're going to make me like break it out of my box and like just start randomly wearing it. Yeah. I actually have two younger t-shirts and I like preserve one of them. Okay. But this last song was like a digital download from the Fanjoy pack package and it's called outlaw there was buzz around this too the fans wanted it so bad and she gave it to us barely but it was featured on younger the first season of younger so we had a taste of it and this song is so good it didn't make the album what picture this did they should have swapped those two yeah they really should have and we would our ears would have been clean the chorus goes, I feel like an outlaw. I'm on the run in my red lace bra. No one's going to bring me down. Nobody's going to bring me down. I feel like an outlaw and me mugging in my getaway car, pretending like I run this town. Nobody's going to bring me down. I love everything. Like the lyrics of the song are super fun. The The music is fun. Like it's got that little, um, I don't even know how to explain what that is, but it's like a, that little It's like a country twang, sound. but like dance. It's totally, it's totally a weekend song. Like, 
This is your getting ready to go out song, you know? Absolutely. And I hate, yeah, I hate that it wasn't on the album. So as we wrap up here, unfortunately, we kind of got to talk about what happened after the album came out. She did those three days of promotion. She was supposed to do some other like music festival appearances and they got canceled and which they did go back and shoot younger that fall. But it's so disappointing. And this album is super underrated. But I feel like for the people who know it, they know that it's so good. And it makes me happy. Like, I love this album. Like, despite all of the disappointment around it, I'm still glad we got it. And it was a super exciting and happy time to be a Hillary fan. And I just, I hope we'll get another one. I think we will. Number one, this album is incredible. And it shows that Hillary still knows how to do pop music very well. She hasn't lost her touch. She still knows what her fans want. She knows what we need to hear. You know, she needs to drop something. Yeah. She did Young Blood for that Jim and the Holograms movie soundtrack. I love that. I, love I don't know song. anything about that movie. I love that song too. Like that song could have been a part of this era. Yeah. And then she released a cover of Little Lies for the second oh. season of Younger, which that's so good too. I love that cover. That cover is, oh my gosh. You're going to want me to go listen to these songs on Apple Music when I get on, when we get on recording. I love that song. It's sad. Like I wish she would give us more, but I don't know. But that is Breathe In, Breathe Out. It's obviously very fresh in our memories. We could probably talk all day about this album and how it all went down and the lack of promotion and all that. But overall, I love Breathe In, Breathe Out. Thank you, Hillary. Thank you. It's a really good album. Good album. Well, Avery, that is going to wrap things up for this episode and for the music series that I've been doing. Duff's discography for right now. Hopefully, in the future, there will be more to talk about for this series. But, but Avery, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for having me. I hope, like, this is amazing. You're an amazing person. I oh now gosh. consider you a new friend. We're Tennessee boys. We're, we're Hillary fans. Thank you for always supporting Hillary News. Thank you for being an amazing person and an amazing fan of Hillary. I have enjoyed this. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Just loving all these compliments. Amazing. No, for sure. Back <laughs> at you. Back at you. Thank you so much. And that's all for this episode of Duff Enough. Thanks again for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and stick around for more because this podcast is what dreams are made of. You can follow along on social media at Duff Enough Pod and check the description for my socials as well as show guests. And until next time, bye Team Duff. Okay, I know we got Hillary and Matthew's Third Eye Blind cover of Never Let You Go, but I'm still waiting on Tied to You, Hillary. Tied to you.